G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Coming up on Sunday the 22nd of March, it will be UN World Water Day. Clean water means reduced death and disease as the most significant benefits to a community. Kelvin Adema is Development Officer for the Anglican Church in Roria in Tanzania. He's visiting Sydney as a guest of Anglican Aid. Well, this year, Kelvin plans to climb to the summit of Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania to draw attention to the challenge of clean water. He brings a hands-on perspective on the life-changing importance of water projects delivered by Christians to a whole community. Let's welcome Kelvin Adema. Kelvin, welcome along to 2020. Yeah, thank you. Um, this is my first visit in Australia. I've never been here. <laughs> and i um, very happy being here and um, meeting great people, good people, generous people. And um, in my country, especially where I'm coming from, I'm coming from Aurora District and uh, Roria is found in the northern part of Tanzania. Um, Roria is almost uh, 95% uh, occupied by village. There is no big town in Roria. So um, the villagers are uh, struggling getting uh, clean and safe water for drinking and water for um, cooking and other um, home use. So um, many villagers are struggling so much to uh, get that water and uh, most affected uh, community members are women and girls and children so uh, they are very affected by um, not having water near their homes and their houses because um, since I came in Australia I have been seeing uh, you have a lot of water plenty of water and you have this uh, piped water and every house have piped, I mean, uh, tap and they can tap water in their houses and they can drink from Kelvin, the tap. Kelvin, here in Australia, I mean, we do have our own water issues too, but usually it's having enough abundance of water with drought conditions and things like that that we're affected by. But for you, it's clean water. How do you bring solution there? Is it a matter of sinking wells and working on hygiene? How do you work that and, and bring clean water to a community? We drill deep boreholes and um, we train children on hygiene and sanitation on how they can keep themselves clean, basically on uh, personal hygiene. And we also... Um, construct micro-flush toilets, which are toilets which are not using um, much water, the toilets that use um, less than one litre of water. Up until these times, when you've been able to sink wells and have some new technology that enables that sanitization to happen, you've had this tradition, haven't you, in many African nations, but in Tanzania, where women 
have had to carry, and it's typically women, carrying water in big buckets on their head from the water source back to their homes and their villages. Describe how that's been working over the, over the centuries. Um, over the centuries, women and uh, girls especially uh, travel long distance um, looking for water and uh, uh, these uh, women carry big buckets of uh, 10 litres or 20 litres going uh, more than one kilometre, two kilometres, three kilometres, depending on where the water source is located. And sometimes others have their kids on their back with a bucket of water travelling all along to get water back home. And um, this is a, a story and this is how they do, they usually do. And um, the problem there is that uh, they use a lot of time doing that. They also um, wake up early in the morning going too far to find water and some can be bitten by snakes, some can be um, having other problems during that time when going for water. And uh, when coming to the young girls, um, they they lose their school hours and... um, they lose the uh, time to prepare for school. They also uh, perform low. They get low performance in schools because they concentrate much of their time in uh, bringing water back home. Amazing, isn't it? Because when we can reflect on the history of Christian mission around the world, uh, one of those things that always goes hand in hand with the gospel message is the way that we're able to, during our missionary activity, bring uh, solutions to some of those issues, like bringing water supply, clean water. And as you say, it's women who have been worst affected over the centuries, over the generations, but they are the ones who have most to gain if you can bring clean water into a community. Yeah, women are much affected by this because they are the ones who bring water because uh, maybe it is different from Australian perspective. Um, in my country, uh, there is this uh, cultural, I think, is uh, some norms and customs that have been set there for a so long time ago that women are the one who brings water home, they are the one who can cook, and they are the one who can look after children and men can uh, look for uh, money to keep family going and uh, to find food for the family. So um, these women are much affected by that. But in connecting this to gospel, as you have said, you know, um, uh, in during the time of missionaries in our countries or in Africa anywhere, um, the missionaries were bringing uh, people together they're trying to see what they can do to make these people uh, being come close to the church, what they can do to make these people um, understand that there is Jesus, there is God. So uh, they were trying to reduce the burdens of what they have been doing. So um, they were, bring, I mean, uh, they were helping them having water and other things. So what we want to do is... Um, to reduce the burden of um, problems that are hindering women and girls. So by bringing water means you bring good news, I mean a message, 
Christ message to that community. So once they have water uh, near their village, which this means that they can now start listening to your message, the good message of God, and they can now start uh, believing that, oh, the church has brought us water. So uh, it's, it's our time now to come close to church. So many people in places that we dig boreholes or in places that we, 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 we put uh, water, water facilities, uh, many community members are starting to draw and come close to church because they start believing that um, these services have been brought by church and they start questioning themselves, why is church doing this? Why are these people doing this for us? And they start understanding that it's because of the love of Jesus and because the church is sharing the love with them. The church is sharing Christ's love with everyone. And, of course, it's because people are valuable and uh, there are men who have a Christian ethos who want to take the burden off women. So innovation kicks in. Kelvin, you are doing an amazing thing. You're here in Australia drawing attention to World Water Day and the needs that you have in your nation of Tanzania. And drawing attention to that is what you do well because you've got a plan to climb Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania, uh, drawing some more attention to clean water. Uh, What's going to happen with your climb? Um, Mount Kilimanjaro is the the most highest and... um, it took more than six days climbing on top, which is more than 19,000 meters. And um, what it takes is uh, we need uh, protective gears. And uh, in my country, a Tanzanian like me, the taxes are not high because it is almost free for Tanzanians to climb Mount Kilimanjaro. So uh, they don't need a lot of... Um, Preparation. I need my physical preparation, and also um, what I need is uh, people to follow on my page and Anglican Aid page on how I'm doing this, and um, to donate and uh, to help other people to get clean and safe water. Well, there are a number of nations that will benefit this World Water Day. And for listeners who are thinking, that's the sort of thing I want to sow some money into because I can see the sanitation benefits and the idea of benefiting especially women and girls when it comes to alleviating that need to carry water. It's also this idea that when you don't have to carry water those vast distances and there is a Christian mission presence, that it actually adds value to the gospel message as it's delivered. I want to give a website that points listeners to World Water Day. It's a Waterworks website, Waterworks for the Thirsty World, www.waterworks.org.au. Let me just say some of the nations that will benefit, not only Tanzania that we've been talking about today, but Rwanda, Ghana, Ethiopia, Jordan, Pakistan, and in Papua New Guinea. 
And uh, wonderful to get some insights today from Kelvin Adema, who's Development Officer with the Anglican Church in Roria in Tanzania and is visiting Sydney this week as a guest of Anglican Aid. Let me give you that Waterworks website, waterworks.org.au. Kelvin, thanks so much for sharing your insights today and all the best for your climb of Mount Kilimanjaro. Thanks for being with us on 2020. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.